Now, here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. On Bart and Han earlier today, Brashad Perryman, the newest Jet, was a guest. And he was asked a question that everybody seems to ask about their quarterbacks. Is Sam Darnold elite? I see you're a elite quarterback whenever you talk about uh, Sam Darnold or even hear his name. You know, you know, just before even, you know, before this process even came about, you know, you know that he's a great quarterback. You know that you, you've seen, if you watch some of his games and you see the things that he can do and uh, the tight throws that he can make and put it in places where, you know, really the only, only the receiver can make the play and his ability to break the pocket is like, it's, it's unbelievable. And I think I'm just excited, man. It's, it's going to be fun. I guess we didn't expect him to say no, right? <laughs> Perry was also asked, all right, slot, outside, inside, where do you prefer to play? It don't matter to me. You know, if I'm on the field, I don't care where you put me, slot, outside, it, it really don't matter to me. You know, last year, I played just about everything. I was in the slot a good amount of times. I was, I, I started off at a Z, and Mike got hurt, unfortunately, and had to bounce around to the X. So I'm I'm comfortable wherever they, wherever they feel like I should be at. You know, I'm just... Focus on no matter where it's at, you know, just going out and playing to the best of my ability. Just catch the ball. That's what I say. Just catch the football. Right, Jet fans? Former Jet head coach Rex Ryan, oh, he was busy. Yes, he was. The one thing you know about Rex, he's opinionated and will let you know about his opinion. Like, if he was running the Dallas Cowboys, Amari Cooper wouldn't have got paid. I wouldn't have paid this guy. To me, this is the biggest disappearing act in the National Football League. He doesn't show up on the road. He doesn't show up against, when the competition's good, when he's against the top corners, that guy disappears. And to me, he reminds me, it's only one time that I can remember in, 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 in recent memory on elite receivers and disappearing acts like Amari Cooper. That was the kid that the Raiders had uh, a few years ago. Oh, that's right. That was Amari Cooper. This is who he is. And Dan, he doesn't love football. Hell with it. He stops his routes. He does all this. I wouldn't have paid this turd. No way in hell. All right. No way in hell would I have paid this guy. To me, you pay Dak Prescott. Forget all those numbers. That you know They're number one in the league because of Dak Prescott, not because of this guy. It's a deep draft at receiver. They made a huge mistake right here. So that's what you really think, Rex. How about that? That was on Get Up This Morning. A couple hours later on SportsCenter, Rex had a little different tune. I can't believe I said that. I used that word. Obviously, it's, uh, it was a poor choice by me to, to say what I said about uh, Amari. And anybody knows me. Know, I mean, look, I'm uh, quite honestly, I think the world of every player and have a great deal of respect for every single player in the National Football League, including Amari Cooper. Now, with that being said, I think the Cowboys uh, overspent for Amari Cooper. And the reason for it is I don't doubt that this is an elite player. He has those traits. But an elite receiver to me shows up on the road. He shows up against great corners, and he shows up in crunch time. And those are three things that Amari Cooper has not done uh, so far in his career. In fact, I think he's won one playoff game uh, as a uh, as a player. And all those things are how I feel about this this young man as a receiver. Um, but my what I added at the end of that, you know, I want to apologize to Amari again and and. Uh, Hope he accepts my uh, my apology. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Rex went a little wild calling him a turd. That that was un, even 
unrex-like. He shouldn't have done that, and he apologized for it. So hopefully we can move on. A 17-game schedule could force 2024 New Orleans to move. That's if the Super Bowl gets pushed back a week to February 11th that year as expected. Then it will run into Mardi Gras. So the NFL, the New Orleans Saints, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation have been working on the contingency plan, the most likely scenario moving the Super Bowl to New Orleans a year later, though they have not ruled out trying to play the game on February 4th. Bears got open competition in camp at quarterback. Surprise, surprise. General Manager Ryan Pace and head coach Matt Nagy made the announcement on the conference call with reporters. Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles both will have a chance to be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Rich Kleiman, you know him. He is uh, Kevin Durant's agent. He was on Will Kane, and he says, you know, NHL, NBA talking about their seasons. Here's a suggestion. The NBA and the NHL happen to have the end of their seasons occur in the middle of this. And the NFL and baseball can probably start later and push back training camps and OTAs. But for the NBA, it's like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just unsalvageable. And and, and I get it. There'll have to be something to be figured out from the financial standpoint. And I'd love to be able to have a voice in that because I, I understand it's real. But what I do know is that maybe this just can't be fixed. Our Doris Burke says, you know, if they do come back, what happens with the condensed schedule in the NBA? This might give the league the impetus to look hard at a circumstance they wanted to look at, which was perhaps starting the season in December, be it Christmas Day or a week before or whatever the case may be, whatever that. But it sounds from Woj's reporting that they're more likely to want to be complete by Labor Day. Um, I just I have a million questions. I really do. You know, if, if we were able to pick it up and it was a shortened season, how would would that impact people like LeBron and Chris Paul, who over the course of a seven-game series might have more influence uh, if the condensed season affects a 34-year-old different than, say, Ja Morant? Yeah, that would be a difference, right? How would they figure that out? Well, we'll see what happens. Well, Doris Burke also indicates that about getting fans back in there, maybe a vaccine would help. When I became clear of the virus, I'm the mother of two children. And my thinking was, dear God, please don't let my children get this virus. And we, we saw the, the unemployment numbers yesterday, Mike Greenberg. We did. And we know what this country is staring at, what it will be like financially for so many people across the country. So disposable income is an issue. And if you're a mom or a dad, your primary thought is to your children, please don't go to a concert, a theater, right? Because until there's a vaccine, how different do we feel about our day-to-day lives in the United States of America? I, I don't know the answer to that. But I know this. The first feeling I had when I was traveling on March 11th was anxiety. And then it became fear. And it was powerful. And I don't know that until we get a vaccine, any of us feels any differently about that. Absolutely right. And and that's why you're going to see a lot of, when the sports comes back, a lot of empty stadiums. It's going to be with no fans in there, and you understand why. Jeff Van Gundy was on the Michael K Show, and he says very simply, firm, NBA, call it quits for this season. Most people would disagree with me, but I think what's most feasible is no season at all. Until there's an immunity throughout our country or a medical protocol where we can treat the disease or a vaccine, I don't see any sports being played in our country. So you're not optimistic about the sports schedule this season, huh? 
I don't think baseball will be played. The NHL, I don't think, will be played. And I think football, both college and the NFL, will be either delayed for a period of time. Because right now, to me, it comes down to this. Let's say we take everybody to Vegas. So you can play without fans, but then you have to still go to the hotel eat, you're going to be exposed. And what happens when the first player, coach, official comes down with it? Again, do you cancel it once again, or are you going to play through it? I think we're underestimating the fear that everyone's have because of all of the unknown. All right, Coach. What will it take for you to leave Mark Jackson and Mike Breen and coach the Knicks? The Knicks job, no matter how much they have struggled, they're always going to be a job that's going to be highly attractive because Madison Square Garden, despite what some may say, is still an incredible place to watch NBA basketball, to play NBA basketball, and to coach NBA basketball. It will always be king in New York. That's not changing. Didn't say he'd take the job, though, did he? Good try, guys. You know, we've been telling you about small businesses and all over feeling the lasting effects of this pandemic. And you've been sending an email to 987 at com to let us know your story so you can pass along the word to listeners. Well, here's somebody who did that. Bell's Beef and Shakes in Belleville, New Jersey. They're still open for takeout and packaged goods. Bell's Beef and Shakes specializes in roast beef sandwiches with au jus, extra crispy wings, homemade gelato. Mmm. Shakes made with that gelato. Bell's Beef and Shakes located 190 Passaic Avenue in Belleville, New Jersey.